0: I'm holding nun alif Amad Aleph, nun alif, amad alif by the Mishnah. We're continuing in the subject of um, hatsamona, of covering a pot before Shabbos. Now we're discussing when you covered it with a, with a, something which just preserves the heat, does not create any heat. And connected also to mukta, sometimes things that you will cover the pot with will be mukta. And the question will be, what then? Can you move the pot? How can you move the pot? Etc. Let's see. Says the Mishnah, if you do not cover your pot by day, you may not cover a pot even just to preserve the heat once it became night. After shkir, not shkia, but after nacht, after it became properly night, you may not cover the pot because you might see it's not hot enough and put it back on the fire. You might be cooking. You might stir the coals. And therefore, I um, mean, not allowed to cover the pot to preserve the heat. But, If you already covered the pot before Shabbos, and then on Shabbos it opened up, or even you opened it up, mutalachasai, so you can cover it back again? Because once you covered it in the beginning of Shabbos, then we're not afraid that you're you're not covering it now for the first time that you, we might think that you're going to want to heat it up. You know already was done, you finished the cooking, you put it away you just covered it for Shabbos, you opened it up, we're not afraid that you're going to put it back on the fire, and if it was, once it was there in the beginning of Shabbos, you can cover it again on Shabbos, With, without the restrictions that you have on a fire of holding it in your hand, take it out, cover it, no problem. Now you are saying another halacha, you can take a picture of cold water, and put it into a pillow, under a blanket when it's a very hot day, and you don't want the pitcher to become cool. You can cover it to preserve. I mean, you don't want the pitcher to become warm, so you can pre- you can preserve the cold temperature of the pitcher of water under a blanket. That's not that's fine. I mean, you would think maybe Chacham went a step further and they said, no, do not preserve any temperature by covering. It. No, we don't go that far. Fine. this is an Amira. You may cover and preserve the cold temperature of a cold food. what are you telling us? We just said it in our Mishnah. It's a clear Mishnah. Why do you have to tell us that? A person may fill up kita in a pitcher of water and he may put it under a, under a pillow or under a blanket in order to preserve its cold temperature. So you're telling me the Mishnah in your own words as if I know halacha, it's a Mishnah, everyone knows the Mishnah. He's teaching us a lot. If you would just base it on our Mishnah, I would say, what is the Mishnah talking about? We're talking about water. Water, you never cover, you don't usually cover in order to preserve its heat, I guess. Because it, it doesn't help to cover it with a with a with a blank, it won't help to preserve its heat. However, and therefore, if it's cold and you want to preserve its cold temperature, yeah. If you want to preserve its cold temperature, so then what's the kshash? You might Preserve. You might put something hot inside. You won't do that. It doesn't work. So there's no reason to be cohesive. Avaldova, but a, a pot of, of food. It's a normal thing to cover it. In order to preserve its heat. So we might think... We might think that it's a problem to cover it, even to preserve its cold temperature, because it might come to preserve its hot temperature. So there is a havamina that you wouldn't be allowed to. Comes Rabbi in the name of Shmuel and he says, no, you're, allo- uh, you're not allowed to. It's not you're allowed to. Come on, Shmuel, and that's what he's teaching us that even that is okay. Okay, so the Mishnah said, you're allowed to preserve the cold temperature of water. Came Rabbi in the name of Shmuel and said, food as well. Water is obvious because people do not preserve the heat of water by, by covering it. And therefore, there's no reason to make a xayrah for cold water. Um, food. There's a half a minute that we will make xayrah, and uh, the muskot is not. Amar or maybe not in the name of, or Amar Rebbe in the name of Rebbe the not like Shmuel, also lahat minna You're not allowed to preserve the cold temperature of food just like the in of the Gemara, because he might come to preserve the hot temperature of food. So you're not allowed to cover a cold dish under a blanket to keep it cold. Says the Gemara. But we learn clearly in Abra'is heat to so the minna said, so the Rebbe himself said, you're allowed to cover even a, a cold dish. So how can we say in the name of Rebbe that... Um, that you're not allowed to. So says, what do they cash you? Rabbi said two statements. He said one statement and then he changed his mind. Ha! The Braise, which says you not allowed to, me he before he heard me, Rabbi Shemal, Rabbi Yehisi, before you heard the testimony from his friend, Rabbi Shemal, the son of Rabbi Yehisi, that it's okay. Ha! The fact that he said that it is okay, after the Lishame that he heard from Rabbi Shemal, Rabbi Yehisi. What was the story? Oh, the story went like this. The Yasub rabbi, rabbi was sitting down rabbi and he said, You may not cover a pot of cold food to preserve its cold temperature. Amar b-rabi b-rabi what are you talking about? My father, Rebbe Yasi. he allowed. He said, You're allowed to cover a pot of cold food or whatever, a cold dish. You're not know, to preserve its, its cold temperature. An old rabbi already said, That it's okay, I'm not going to argue. I logically thought we should argue. We should We should ask it because he might come to cover a pot of food. But that's only my logic. If a rabbi from the old generation already said it's okay, I'm not going to argue. I'm taking you back. You're allowed to cover it. Let's come and see. How much respect had one to another. Why? Why? If Rabbi Yisi would be alive, he would sit humbly with Rabbi in front of Rabbi. Why? Because Rabbi was the Nasi. And Rabbi's father was the Nasi. And Rabbi Yaisi was one of the Chachamim. He wasn't a He wasn't a Nasi. He was a Chacham. So if Rabbi Yaisi would be alive, even if he was, old, although he was older than Rabbi, he would still respect Rabbi as the Nasi. Where do we see that? Who says Maybe Rabbi was such a great Rabbi Yesi was such a great Chacham that didn't have to be humble in front of the Nasi. That's not true. The Rabbi Shmuel, This Rabbi Yissoh, this Rabbi Shmuel, but Rabbi Yissoh, he was as and the same level as his father, the same level of Chachma, the same level of uh, of Titzkus, uh, whatever it was. So he was at the same level as his father, the of the He was humble, he was like a Talmud in front of Rabbi. So that shows that that even someone at the level of Rabbi Yasi would accept the authority of the Messius and would act humble in front of him. And therefore, he would have been his Talmud or acted like his Talmud. And nevertheless, the Qamar Rabbi said Karhir Zakin. If he passing, I can't argue. Why not? You have the power to argue. So what? But he's a rub of the old generation. I follow his is his, his, his socket. Even, even, if, if, even if I'm I'm in a greater position than him. But, so that was a story that there was takir Rabbi the Chathila, thought that you should not be allowed to cover food to keep its cold temperature. But Rabbieshi said, You're allowed to, and Rabbi said, if he said, I'm accepted. Said the Gemara, a new story. Amalei Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, L'doru the L'doru his servant, Atmin li Can you please, It's Shabbos today, I know, please take this cold dish and cover it with a blanket. I want to keep its cold temperature. So Rashi gives, it says before, there's certain types of materials that would keep it cold temperature. It says the example is felt. Regular clothes would warm it up, regular blankets would warm it up, but felt would only insulate the temperature and wouldn't warm it up. So, cover it with felt in order to keep it cold. And another thing I'm asking from you, please. Please bring me a cup of water. The That a Goethe cook heated up because we're not talking about on Shabbos. We're talking about, it was a two separate stories. It was two separate stories. There was one story on Shabbos. We just put it together. On Shabbos, he told the slave, can you please cover the cold dish in felt to, to insulate it to, to preserve its, its its cold temperature. And the way is he told, please give me a cup of hot water that this guy had cooked, although it's Bishop akum. But water is something which is good enough. It's, it's good when it's when it's uh, raw, when it's not cooked. And the rule is that anything which is good as it's raw, there's no of Bishalakum. So please, please bring me the water that the goyet cooked. Shama, Rabbi Ami Rabbi Ami heard Rabbi Nachman saying this, or maybe he heard a story and someone told it over to him that that's what Rabbi Nachman did and he wasn't happy. Rabbi Ami later heard this story. He's puzzled. Why was Rabbi Ami unhappy with Rabbi Nachman? Kerav Avosay Ovid. Rav Nachman followed his <laughs> remez. Rav and Shmuel. Chado Kerav. One of these aloches follows Rav's pesach. The Chado Kishmuel. One of them follows Kishmuel's pesach. Kishmuel. The first story follows Shmuel. Damer vidamer Shmuel muta lahat minas atzayin. You're allowed to cover on shabbos a cold dish to keep its cold temperature. And Kerav. The second story was like Rav Damer. Like, Rav Shmuel. but it's Kol shul nechol kamo shul chayif food that you could raw. Just as good as when it's cooked. Eim be no issue So why was says, the Rami unhappy? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Amin, rabbi Amin knew these halachas And he knew that what Nachman did was right. But somewhere he held Adom shani. An important person has to be more careful. Because whoever sees it, a rabbi being a bit lenient, says, if he could be lenient, I could be much more lenient. So if he could take water that was cooked by a goy, I could take uh, Potatoes are cooked by a goy. And if he could cover a cold dish, I could cover a hot hot dish. If he could do one thing, he's the rabbi. I could do even more. So a rabbi has to be more careful, to be much more particular. So it's true, that rule is true. Although it seems that in this particular case, even rabbis are allowed to have water that was cooked by a goy and are allowed to cover the cold dishes. We follow Nachman that in, in these cases, we Don't say that rule. This is something which is straightforward that even a rabbi can make up. But usually, in many things, even the things are okay, a rabbi should be more careful because people will learn to go a step lower than that. Sometimes it's similar to that, is also by parents. When parents behave in a certain way. The children say, you know, we're a generation lower, so they're not to be as good as our parents. So it's much better to hold yourself a step higher and act in a step higher that your children should be left with something. Fine. Okay. So we had this story about covering a cold dish, which the Allah is you're allowed to, although Rabbi Rebbe wanted to answer it, but since Rabisi said you're allowed to, so he accepted it, and that's what Shmuel said. And then we had the Nachman, which actually did what Shmuel said, and he told his slave to cover a cold dish. And he also told his slave to once give him a cup of water that a goy has cooked, because it's, it's edible when it's raw, so it's not a problem. And Rabbi Ami wasn't happy because he held that in these things a khashara person should be more careful because people will learn to be even less careful. And in this case, it's not Allah, though, usually that is the rule. Fine. Tell the Rabban. Just like the Mishnah said that if you covered a pot before Shabbos and you took it out, you may cover it again. The brace will say the same is also with how much you're covering it. If you covered it with something, a small blanket you may add on Shabbos much more layers to preserve the heat better. Once you did the act of covering, you could add as much as you want. Tana Abba'ma. Avel b'ik she'amro'u was <laughs> said, ain't to me, not allowed to cover it. Afidu b'adavah she'ein meisif aval, even in something which does not add heat. Yishikha Sheikha once it's dark. In ba'aloh if you want to add the covering. And through that to make it even warmer, most of you are allowed to add. Qaytad o'aysev, what's the example? Rav Shimon, Shimon, Shimon Gamliel says, not, oh, so some say that this is really a machloikis, yeah. In other words, Tanakama says you could add. That's what Tosef says, and and uh, Rav Shimon Gamliel says even more than that. Not just you could add; you could even change. Rav Shimon, 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 Shimon Gamliel says, even, add, even, even if you have like a, a sheet.'" that you covered it, it was just a thin sheet, you could take that away. And you could put a quilt. Oh, and the other way around, you could take away the quilt. You can make a a, a not such a strong covering because, uh... one second. Yeah. You can make not just a strong covering. Let's say if it's too hot, you can even change it. You won't You won't say that you'd say you're putting something different. You're canceling what you did before. No. As long as it was covered, and you're continuing to cover it with something else, better quality, less quality, it's fine. Because you already started it. So Tanakama said, you're only allowed to add as long as you don't take away what you started with. So it's clear that it's a continuation of before Shamus, Rashim says no. As long as it was covered before Shammuz, you could do whatever you want, take it off, put it back on, something else, something hotter, something less hot, it's all fine. The Yadav Gamliel said another leniency regarding covering a pot. it was not forbidden, the same pot. Aval if you, if you, if you poured it out from one pot to another, you to cover it on Shammuz. Why? Because the whole problem is you might realize it's too cold and you might put it back on the fire. But if you're doing an opposite act of cooling it off by putting it in a colder pot, which was not on the fire, that'll be a very strong reminder to you not to put it back on the fire. now you're cooling it off. Do you think you're gonna heat it up again? It's obvious you will not. Now, if you remember, in Kiro, we said that if you want to, if you took something off the fire and you want to put it back on, if you switch pots, it's a problem. It's a question, but it's a problem. You might not be able to put it back. And here's the opposite. Switching pots helps you. The, 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 the difference is very obvious. There, the problem is to put it back on the fire because it looks like you're cooking on Shabbos. The cooler the pot is and you're putting it back on a fire, the more it looks like you're cooking a new thing on Shabbos. It's not a continuation of what was before if you're trying to preserve the heat, not through a heating element, not on the fire, and the shash is, you might realize it's not, not going to work. It's too cold. You might put it back on the fire. The cooler the cooler you're making it, the less you're going to come to put it back on the fire. The more it's still somewhat hot, the more you can say, oh, let me just put it back for a bit. I, I, I forgot. I want to put it a bit longer. And then if it's cold, then it might be cooking it, or you might stir the fire, etc. So the chshash is much more when it's the original part. So you have to look what the chshash is in order to know the difference. Fine. As the b'raisen. Toman v'kisa. If you covered it from the sides, and v'kisa, you covered it from the top, Namukta object. And there's nothing peeking out from the the the, the, the the what do you call it? The lid. So you know nothing to grab onto. You would have to move the mukta. Oi, or you covered it with the The sides are covered with something she allowed to cover and you move on Jamis. And let's say as tesul says it's in a box. And since it's in a box, you can't even reach that thing which is not muksa and move it away. It, you can't go through the box. The kisa, and you cover the whole top layer of the box. That's the only thing you can reach when you, talk, when you want to put your hand in the box. So, if some of the pot was sticking out, pick it up. If nothing's speaking out, you cannot take it out because you cannot move the mukta. You cannot move the mukta. You can't reach it, push Since you can't reach it, so then uh, you're stuck. You're stuck now. If you couldn't reach it, why is it not a buses? Why do we not say that this is serving the cover and therefore you cannot move the entire pot? Says Tasis. I'm sorry, not says this is the RAN says a buses is serving the thing that's on top of it. Here, the thing on top is serving the inside, serving the pot, and therefore, and therefore, um. Therefore, it's not a buses. Now, the question is we'll see later on in the Gemara much later that if he put a rock on a barrel of wine in order to cover the wine, it shouldn't get dirty, and he put it purposely it should be there on Chambis. the barrel does become a buses. So, why, when you covering the pot, does it not become a buses? So, the answer is this answer from the but the answer is that if when you covering the pot, You're serving the pot. You're not just serving the food inside. You want to, the pot is covering the the, 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 the food. You want to seal it in more, seal that covering in more in order that it should uh, preserve the heat of the food. So you're like helping, It's it's laying on the lid and you're like helping the lid. You're helping the lid do its job properly. However, when you're covering a barrel of wine, you're covering it to save the wine and no dirt should come in. But it's not laying on the wine, it's laying on the barrel. It's not serving the barrel. Since it's not serving the barrel and the barrel is holding it, therefore the barrel does become a bus as if that was my intention to keep it in. So for example, let's say if I have a, a box and I put a moksha as a cover on the box, so it's serving the contents inside the box but not the box itself, so then the whole box becomes muks. However, however, if I have like a pile of papers, let's say that I want to read on Shabbos, and I put, let's say, a rock on top of it to, to make sure it shouldn't fly away, the, the rock is mukta. The papers are not serving the rock because the rock is holding down these papers, not something else, and therefore it doesn't become a boss. That's what it sounds like from Dalte Rebbe's Washi. Let's finish off the end of the page, it's the same subject. Rabbi Yehuda says Thin bits, they come out of combing flax. We mentioned this earlier. It's as bad as fertilizer, which means it adds heat and you're not allowed to preserve the pot with it on Shabbos because you're adding heat and that's not the halacha. Before Shabbos you can put one pot on top of another pot to help it preserve the heat, although the bottom pot is adding heat. But the bottom pot's heat is dying out. It's not gonna. It's not gonna keep it hot. Continue keeping it hot the whole Shabbos. So though it's adding heat, but a, a heat source which is running out is not considered something which is adding heat, and therefore you're allowed to put it there in Shabbos. So mecham al mecham. That's a pot of water and of a pot of water. Ugdere al gavideh a part of food and of a pot of food. Avalei. So. So there's two, uh, uh, two versions over here. One version over here is Ukdeira al-gavi even a pot of food on top of a pot of water and a pot of water on top of a pot of, of uh, food. You're also allowed to put because even though one of them might be hotter than the other, as Rashi says, that let's say a pot of food is hotter than the other, so it does add heat, but it's still going to die out, so it's still fine. Some gears say, no, there's a problem with a pot of water. Why? Because the pot of water on the top of the pot of food, the food has more heat, the preserves heat, I guess, longer. And therefore, it's going to heat up the pot of water. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me just retract. I'm sorry, Um, let me me rephrase. A mecham is a copper pot, a kudera is a clay pot. A copper pot seems to uh, to hold the heat less than a clay pot, because it's more affected by the temperature, and therefore, although it heats up faster, but I guess it will, uh, the heat will run out faster, and a clay pot will preserve the heat longer. So, to put a copper pot on top of a clay pot, when they're both hot, there's a smarter to say that the clay pot will add heat into the copper pot, and therefore there's a girsah which says that it's a problem to put a copper pot on top of a clay pot, but the girsah that Rashi accepts is the girsah that they, they correct and decide that um, you are allowed in any way, no matter which pot on top of which pot. So let me just read this part again. Manichem mecham you can put a copper pot on top of a copper pot, Ukadir al gabekdaira a earthenware pot on top of an earthenware pot. Ukadir al gabemecham an earthenware pot on top of a copper pot. The mecham al gabekdaira copper pot on top of an earthenware pot. Or some say you cannot put mecham al gabekdaira and a copper pot on top of an earthenware pot because the earthenware pot will keep the heat for longer and therefore add heat into the copper pot. Fine. V'tachas piu bebotzik. You're allowed to even seal the opening of a pot on Shabbos, with dough, which was especially designed for that. Otherwise it would be mokhza. But I put dough in order to seal the pot. So I want to seal it on Shabbos. Obviously the ceiling that I could open up, but I want to seal it on Shabbos. Oh, going back to putting a pot on top of a pot. If the bottom pot is hot and the top pot is cold, that's a problem. If the bottom pot can heat up the top pot until it will become Ya'atzi lettuce, but even if my intention is to take it away earlier, there's a problem because I might forget and then it's going to be cooking. Forget about hatmana; it's going to be cooking. And therefore the only way you are allowed to put a pot on top of a pot, if your intention or your action is not in a way that will make the top pot become more hot. Is going to keep it, going to keep the heat. Fine. Then the brasset continues. As Rebbe thought in the beginning, just like you're not allowed to cover and preserve the heat of hot food, you're not allowed to preserve the, the, the cold temperature of a cold dish. And that's what Rebbe held to begin with. But later on, Rebbe he allowed that you should cover a cold dish. Because that's what Abiyasi said, and he accepted, it. he accepted it. Another thing the, the Igmaris says, the whole new halacha, they ain miraskin or miraski, not all to crush. Not, and not hail, um, That's the only way they would have ice. Yeah, they don't have freezers. So you cannot crush any ice in order that it should melt and it should drip water. That's what we call moilid. You have something which is ice and you're changing its status in Shabbos. Changing its status on Shabbos is an issue midrabanu Because the concept of all malachas of Shabbos is the fact that you're creating something. You're making something in a new situation. So even if you create something and put it in a new situation, when it doesn't fall into any of the Lamitas melachis, Chacham said that's a problem. So one of the examples is actively creating water from ice. bot noisinu you to put the ice into a cup, the fact that it's going to dissolve on its own. That's not a problem. The problem is just when you're actively crushing it. Now there are opinions which say. They only allow to do it into a cup with some water, into a bowl with some, some liquid inside. And then you won't be seeing the change in the water as it's happening. After a while, you'll see it, it's full of water, but you won't be seeing it. But to put it into an empty cup or into an empty bowl will be a problem. So the the, the mice that we are mahmir, although it's not so clear we accept that opinion, but the mice that we are mahmir, that if you put ice, you put it into a cup of water or into a bowl with some water. And therefore, it won't be visible so, so much, the, the process of it dissolving, but actively actively crushing it that, that, uh, that you're not allowed to, because you're actively creating water. Okay, so what do we say in the end? You're not allowed to cover a pot with a blanket on Shabbos because you might put it back on the fire or stir the fire. If you already covered it on Shabbos and you took it out, you could put it back. Then the Gemara later goes through. What if you're not taking it out and putting it back? You're just adding a covering. So that everyone agrees is allowed. Because once you covered it before Shabbos, you're not going to make a mistake to put it on the fire to heat up. What about changing the covering to a hotter one or to a cooler one? Tanakama in the B'raith says no. Rabshim Shimon Gamliel says yes. What about taking a pot off the fire on Shabbos or from the yeah, from, from fire, from the next to the fire, whatever it is, it wasn't covered, to transfer it to a different pot and then to cover it? Rabshim Gamliel says it's fine. Because once you transfer it, you're making it in a cooler keli, you're not going to come by mistake to put it back on the fire. Now what about covering Cold thing. So the Mishnah says to cover cold water, that's fine. And that's obviously fine because hot water you don't usually cover to preserve its heat. So, what will be the problem of covering something cold? You might come to cover something hot, you won't cover hot water. So, therefore, a pitcher of water for sure you could, call, you, could, you could cover. What about cold food? That's not so simple. Rabbi in the beginning thought to say you're not allowed to because he might come to cover hot food. And that's a price later on also that brought that, that, that was the assumption that you're not allowed to. But then Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yeis, he said in the name of his father that you're allowed to. And Rabbi said, if, it's, if Rabbi Yeis, he said, I accept, he was, he's, he's a greater and older of them. Yeah, I accept, even you know, if I don't, that's not my way of understanding, I accept it. And that was the Allah, and that's what Shmuel later said, that's the Allah. Now that was a big khiddush because Rabbi was the Nasi, and Rabbi Yeis, even when he was alive, wasn't the Nasi. So Rabbi had more authority. And nevertheless, since he was an older rabbi, he accepted it. Then we had the story that Rav Nachman... Oh, so before that, the Gemara brought that Shmuel said the statement, they allowed to cover a pot of cold food. And the Gemara asked, seemingly, it's the same thing which the Mishnah is saying. They allowed to cover a pitcher of cold water. He says, no, 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 water, you won't make a mistake. Food, you can make a mistake. And that's the thing. Rav Nachman followed Shmuel, and he told his servant to cover a pot of cold food on Shams. And he fo- followed Rav that he asked the servant to bring him a cup of hot water, which are going be cooked because you can eat it raw. So it's not considered Bisholakum. Rabbi Ami wasn't happy because usually a Rav has to be more careful because if he's lenient, everyone else is even more lenient. Then we spoke about covering a pot with something which is mukhts. So the pot does not become buses. Rashi holds, yeah, the but then there's a lot of questions on that. But others hold, no, you're not allowed to, it's not, it, doesn't a mukta, it doesn't become although a bus is, I put it there intentionally for it to be there on Whatever is whatever's holding it should become mukta. You don't say that, why? Because the cover is serving the pot and not vice versa. But then there's a technical problem. If it's covered and I can't reach it, I just can't take it out and I'm not allowed to move around the mukta. The truth is, there is a solution of moving it around But I guess it's not so easy and not so typical. You're not allowed to move it with a stick or with a, with a spoon. You could, all, the only thing you could do with a spoon or something is if you could reach the pot and pull out the pot, yank out the pot, but not to move around the covering. And therefore if it was covered with a mukta, or even if it was covered around with a non but it was in a box and it can't reach it. And the whole top layer of the box is covered with mukta, you have a problem, you can't take it out. Then we spoke about, okay, whatever, you opinion, which you mentioned earlier, that things coming out of flax, so you're not allowed to cover a pot, but we don't accept that then what about putting a pot on another pot? So there's two types of pots. There's a metal, a copper pot, or a earthenware pot. An earthenware pot keeps the heat longer. So our, our gifts, I mean Rashi, what Rashi likes, the gifts that he likes is that no, there's no problem of putting a hot pot on top of a hot pot, no matter what type of pot it is, because at the end of the day, they're both hot. And at the end of the day, the heat of the bottom thing will not last. So it's not considered that you're putting it in something which will add heat. But if one of them is cold and you're putting it on the top of a hot pot and the hot pot could make it hot, so then you're not allowed to put it on top of that pot. Um, then there was another thing about moilit. You're not allowed to crush ice because you're changing it from ice to liquids and that's the concept behind all malachas You're creating something new. However, just to put it down and let it dissolve on its own, it's fine. And there's a machlaikis whether that includes, whether that demands they should put some water over there, they shouldn't recognize that it's dissolving.